Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Generation Focus. Well, I'm your host, Daquan, and I have Miss Courtney in the house with me. What's up, everybody? And today we're going to be doing things a little different. Today, uh, maybe you want to tell them what we're going to be talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about learning myself. Um, and we're going to start off with a scripture and then a motivational quote before we jump right on into our topic. I'm going to start off with our scripture for today. It comes from Matthew 6 and 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Okay. And our motivational quote or inspiration for today will be coming from H. Jackson Brown Jr. And he says, the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. H. Jackson Brown Jr. All right, so um, if y'all will, I'm gonna I'm gonna get get us a little prayer in, and we can jump right in. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you once more and again for just allowing us to see another unpromised day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to do your work and your will, and we ask Lord that you just remind us. That we are here to do your will, nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. Amen. Amen. Now, jumping right on into our topic, we are talking about learning myself. And we're going to have a few questions that we're going to answer about learning ourselves and learning about our relationship with God. Our first question is, what do you love about God? And I think about this, you know, a lot, really. Um, One of my at the top of my list, I guess you could say um, things that I love about God is the grace that he extends to us when we don't really deserve it. Um, I think about how, you know, I may not pray as much as I should. I may not read my Bible as much as I should, but he still extends that grace and, you know, still loves me and protects me and covers me and not just me, but my family as well. When, you know, I, I really don't deserve it. You know, you think about if somebody else were to do that, somebody that you can see daily, they don't call you. You just this, um, what was it? A, a message on Facebook about people not reaching out and doing this and doing that. And you know how you, people want to cut them off. And you know, what if God was just like that and he, he's not, and he still gives you that grace and that love. And so that's what I love most about God. What about you? I think what, one of the things I can't just say um, one over the other, but I think when I think about it, one of the things I love most about God is, like you said, his grace. But I also like the fact that he loves me first. Um, like you just said, you know, a lot of times we we go through life with like, what's it called? Stimulations where I do this for you. If you do this for me. Stipulations. Okay. So it's like, you know, he loves me first, you know, and, and all he asks is that we just do what we're supposed to do. It's not even like 
like it's a trick question or anything. We should just ask us to love him and do right by him, do right by people. And he so that's I can I can put it that way to simplify. That's what I one of the things I love most about God is he asks us to be the best version of ourselves. He he doesn't ask us to go above and beyond and to be perfect and to be Jesus 2.0. He just <laughs> asks us to be the best version of ourselves. And as we strive to be the best version of ourselves, he's going to be there with us. Right. And even if with both things that we said that we love about God, you know, that shows his love for us, that grace that he gives us when we don't deserve it. I mean, think about it with our our kids. I teach kindergarten and just even Avery, um, they do things that you're just like, Lord, what in the world? But you still love them. You still give them that grace because you're like, oh, well, you know, they're going to try again. They're going to do do better the next time. And that's how God is. And then even with you seeing him wanting us to be the best version of ourselves, not perfect, but the best version. Um, you know, that's the same thing we want for our kids. We want them to be the best version of themselves. We know that they're not going to be perfect. We know they're going to fall. We know that, you know, everything may not go what, the way that we think it should go. But. You know, we still love them, and that's how he is. Oh yeah. Um, have you ever questioned your faith? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Um, to answer your question, yes. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into detail or what but to answer your question yes i have yeah go ahead go into detail uh so when you go through things in life and you have always been that type of person that you know you know lord i'm gonna give it to you i feel like everything that's happening in my life, it's happening for a reason. I feel like that um, whatever it is that I'm going through, it's either to chastise me or to discipline me or to make me better, you know. And and a lot of times you go through different things that will put you in a mindset of, Lord, I've been doing this this way for this long. And I just I'm tired and I feel like I can't catch a break. And that's where I was at one point in my life where I felt like I can't catch a break. And and I kind of start questioning not God, but questioning my faith in him. Because I start asking myself, well, if you really believe in him, when things are going wrong or not going how you want them to go, if you really believe in him, why are you questioning him? Why are you questioning how things are turning out? And it took me a while to understand and realize Cause I didn't always think of the different Bible stories and stuff. And I never, I didn't always think of Job, how he lost so much, and how the Bible tells us that at the end of it all, you know how he, you know how he ended up gaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, I didn't think of it like that, you know. So I was always, if I lost something, I, I would always be like, oh God, again, you know, something else. And when I realized that, I start questioning my faith because I never questioned God. I never did. I, I even tell people, you know, when you're going through things, don't question God because then that it'll show weakness in your faith. 
And that's just how I feel. That's my opinion. And so, but I have questioned my faith like, okay, why are you feeling like this if you know that God is God? If you know that, if you know that the things he's been, you've been through, the things he's brought you through, why would you question your own faith? And that's kind of what helped me get over it. But yeah, I've questioned my faith um, when things didn't go like I thought it should have went, especially after you talk to God and you, but like you just said about your kids. Your, your your kids will ask you and talk to you multiple, you know, multiple times about something. And just because they're showing that they're passionate about it and that they really want it, if you know that it's not good for them, why would you buy your seven-year-old a car? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, why would you do that? Even though you know it's something that they're passionate about, something they really want, if they're not ready for it, you're not going to do it. And that's how God is for us. Right. But when I didn't get what it was that I was wanting or praying for or asking for, like I said, I never questioned him per se, but I start questioning my faith. Like, do you really believe in him? Because he's not doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of, I know when I say it like that, it's like, well, you are questioning him. But in my head, I never stopped going to God. I feel like sometimes when you question God, you say, well, let me let me try this without him and see what's the difference. And I've never done that. I, yeah. You know, so I say I question my faith, yeah. I've never done that either where it was like I felt like I wanted to try it without him, but definitely did question my faith. Like, um, are you really on my side? You know, um, Mm -hmm. do I believe that you're on my side? Um, What is it? What's wrong with me? You know, in a sense of, you know, not understanding the things that I was going through at the time. So I did question my faith a lot in that. And it's a, a lot of times it's not until you get to the other side that you see that your faith is really, you know, even though you were questioning it at the time, that's really what was bringing you through that situation. Um, just having that, that ounce of hope, that faith that, you know, God is there, no matter how the situation feels, he's still there with you. And like I said, it's, it's something that you don't see until the other side of whatever the situation is. But then here comes another situation. It's always going to be something coming up that may make you question your faith a little bit. But I feel like like we were talking about before with the levels to different things that with that, you should know that your faith, you know, has gotten a little bit stronger to take you through the next thing. And so you may not question it as much, but it might still be a little ounce of that question left, but it'll get better with time. I know there's a part of there's a certain part of the Bible. I'm just say this real quick. There's a certain part of the Bible that said that even when Jesus went out preaching and teaching, people still didn't. I don't want to say they didn't understand, but they still didn't believe. Like even, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I would think that if Jesus was out teaching and preaching and um, you know and trying to tell us different things, that I would take heed, especially if you believe that he's the Messiah and yeah. he's the chosen one. You know, I just feel like. He, um, at that time in the Bible, if they could still question after seeing the signs, wonders, and miracles and different things that he was doing while he was teaching and preaching, um, that we, we would, and not being able to see him, we will have those times where we question. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it's definitely going to be harder for us considering that we're not first-hand experience like the disciples and stuff were yeah um our next question how do you like to give back and serve 
so I like giving back and serving, uh, giving back and serving by not just on Sundays. You know, I try to I try to do my 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 worship thing and everything on Sunday, but just through music, through praying, through just getting to getting getting by myself and just talking to God, even at work while I'm driving. Sometimes I just cut my gospel music on and just just go. Sometimes I listen to the radio. Whatever come on the radio, um, K Love or like the little, like ninety five point five and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like little stuff that just just gospel, just Christian. Um, I just, I mean, I just worship with them, and I just sit there and I reminisce, I think, I pray, I thank him, and you know, and then you know, on Sunday, you know, I play the piano and sing and stuff like that. Um, you know, we help the youth. Mm-hmm. I think that's I I love doing that. Um, just trying to reach out and teach. I feel like part of my reason for being on earth, not part of it. Well, I say part of it only because with me having kids, I feel like I, I don't have to distinguish a difference in them, but I can't love my kids like I love my kids at the church. Mm-hmm. It, it's a difference. I discipline and chastise mine, you know, but so that's not really not say part of, but I, I will say like this. My reason for being here is to better the children under me and people my age, if I can, older than me, if I can, but to better the people under me coming up so they don't have to go through what I went through yeah. just to get their faith where it needs to be. Because life is going to happen mm-hmm. and you're going to need God. Definitely. And a lot of times people, a lot of times people just run with, oh, yeah, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And they run with it because that's what grandma said. And that's what the mm-hmm. pastor said when we was going to church with grandma. How do you know? Right. What have you been through? And a lot of times we don't go through those situations. Um, we think we do. A lot of times, you know, like we talked a, a little minute ago and I told you, baby, if this is the first time you've gone through something like this, mm-hmm. it's a blessing. If it takes 30 years for you to go through something, you've been through a, enough tests, but it's up to you to look back on those tests and see what what happened to get you through. It's up to you to look back and say, I can take something from every year right. and put it toward getting over this. Yeah. And a lot of kids won't realize it, that you've been through stuff, mm-hmm. but you ain't been through what's coming. Yeah. So... Yeah, so like I said, just giving, just giving God the honor and the glory and stuff like that. That's how I and and then trying to touch and help the youth, not have to just go through it, not necessarily on our own because God is with them. But don't you don't have to bump your head if someone's there to tell you, hey, it's something that's gonna hit your head. Right, you know, so. learning from someone else's experiences, yeah, yeah. that testimony. Yeah, you know, we overcome by our testimony and the testimony of others too. It helps us to make it through different situations. Um, when I think about what I do to serve, I teach. I'm a teacher. I teach education um, at school, the academics, and then I teach at church. I teach Bible study, the spiritual part of it. And, you know, a lot of people say that, well, God's not in school. They took God out of school. And no, they didn't take God out of school. You know, if God is a part of you mm-hmm. and you're a teacher, um, or a custodian or whoever you are in mm-hmm. that school system, then God is in that school. And you can drop little nuggets here and there. And I mean, we pray over our food before we go to lunch. Um, some kid, I had a kid years ago, um, 
he was going through something at his household where his he was taken from the mom. But somehow the sister was still there. And he was like, you know, Miss Courtney, why doesn't she love me? And um, could you pray for her and stuff like that? And I mean, like if a child comes to me and says, hey, you know, pr- could you pray? Then I'm going to pray. You know, so I serve in that way, you know, academically teaching and uh, dropping those jewels to the kids about God. When I can, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like drying up, huh? I said you, you you start drying up. I heard a noise. Y'all don't know what happened, but I heard I heard a noise, and I started looking, and she started looking, and that's why that's why she ended it like that. Cause she yeah. was like, uh, uh, what's okay? Yeah, but anyway, I felt yeah. like something happened, no. <laughs> and I wasn't sure what was happening. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I understand it. I'm with you. I mean it. It's important. It's very important that as a teacher that you do reach out and serve any way you can. Like you said, mm-hmm. if it goes from little nuggets to actually praying, you know, with them when they ask or, you know, just praying over them when they don't mm-hmm. ask. Right. Yeah. So I do understand that Um, for the most part, I feel like one of the most important things to take from this episode as far as learning yourself is the questions that were asked you have to ask yourself that you have to get an ideal of yourself to yourself and man let me let me let me put it this way because if you get an ideal of who you are then you will know who you are Mm -hmm. if you never think hmm have I ever questioned my faith you won't catch yourself questioning your faith right if 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 you have if you know if if the question never comes up, what you what do you do to give back and serve? You might not think about the fact you know I haven't been giving back. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say I feel like when it comes to the topic of today, learning yourself, it takes these type of questions. It takes actually seeing. Let me saying. Let me learn myself to mm-hmm. see. I don't know myself, like I say. Anybody will get in front of you and say, oh, yeah, man, I'm a law-abiding citizen, and I go to church, and I do this, and I do that, and I do this, and I do that. But you're lying to yourself if you're not really doing it. And one thing we can do is trick people. Mm -hmm. But you can't trick God. And then also, going along with that, what kind of heart are you doing it with? Because you can do all these good deeds, but if you don't have the right heart, the right mindset when you're doing it, you know, that's that's nothing to God. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do anything with a grudging heart, you know, is you it, you might as well not be doing it. Right. You know, so I definitely understand and agree with that. I will say this, um, when it comes to learning yourself, sometimes it takes putting forth an effort to learn yourself and try to figure out exactly down to the core who you are. Because I said this, I've said this before, and I said it again. There's the truth, and then there's our truth. When you actually learn yourself, you actually start figuring out who you are. Sometimes you're not gonna like who you see in the mirror when you look at who you really are. But take it. Don't don't go tricking yourself because the person that you see that you don't like, that's nine times out of ten who God sees when he looks at you. 
And it takes you knowing who you are to fix or go to God and try to get that about yourself removed. God, take away anything from me that's not of you. Mm-hmm. Anything that I'm doing or saying that that's not drawing me to you, take it from me. As the verse say, I uh, think, uh, draw nigh unto uh, to God and he'll draw nigh unto you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, learning yourself is important. Self-evaluation is important because a lot of times we think God knows you and 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 He does. He knows you. He chooses you. He'll choose you a hundred times over. Mm-hmm. But He still wants you to choose to want to do better for you, and then for you to in turn do better to others, and do in, in turn to choose to do right by Him. So yeah, I do feel like learning yourself is very important. Knowing yourself. Is and owning it mm-hmm. is very important. Yeah, you can't be in denial you can't. about what you do mm. and how you may treat people or even yourself. Yeah, you can't justify your own doing and stuff. You literally have to be right. There's no gray. Right. You know, so. No gray. Well, everyone, remember love God more than you love these podcasts. When we get our focus right, God gets our life right. This is Generation Focus.